Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in He's picked up by the line, coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30, at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo. Touchdown, Detroit Lions, Marvin Jones. Drink it in. Drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Derek Oakry, for the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Coming to you on a Wednesday. We got lots to talk about. We got some serious issues off the top that me and Griff could lead into. We're going to talk football as well because we got to talk injuries. Um, I've got some shout outs I want to give some of the fans that have been connecting with on Twitter and whatnot. And Grifka, before I introduce you, we are going with the Grifka Oakry predictions on the back half of the show. We both will have 10,000 potato chips on some of these uh, predictions I made up, and, and we'll uh, we'll give our thoughts and see how we do shake out at the end of the year so jam-packed show grifka waffle maker are you there are you ready for this let's do this oh yeah i'm definitely ready for this because i love the prediction you know part when we do that it's one of my favorite things that we do and uh that's always nice because at the end of the year then we go back and uh back and forth and say how we're right or wrong so yeah i'm looking forward to the show Grifka, I don't think we ever go back, first of all. <laughs> That's part of the problem because we never write it down or or we make it up, which you often do about the revisionist history. You you remember if you think you were right, but you really weren't. Also, uh, yeah, I'm sure if you get one or two of these right, you will hold it over my head for years to come. Am I right, sir? Yep, because you know I'll be doing good, doing good. Good stuff, man. Well, like I said, before we get into all that football and the fun predictions on the back half of the show, I think we really got to start off this show talking about what happened right before we got recording here. Um, The Detroit Lions, you know, they were supposed to have a live practice on kind of all their social platforms, you know, with Tori Petri and whatnot, and they never came out to practice. Nobody was really sure why. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the Lions showed up at the front of the Allen Park headquarters with – you know, a, a sign or a board that uh, that said we won't be silent and had all the players out there and really uh, taking a big stand for social justice, all the different things that are going on in the world right now. And uh, Matt Patricia, like, you know, had the pulse of his team and his players and knew this was a lot bigger than football. Pretty, pretty big deal. I mean, uh, all over the NFL network and, and really upstanding of the lions. I really feel like Matt Stafford, you know, Taylor Decker, Trey flowers um, were three of the prominent guys I saw that were really speaking from the heart, Ron Harmon as well. And uh, lots of lions players put out tweets. So Griffka, I'm sure you saw this. I mean, this is a big topic uh, on many different levels, but what's your initial thoughts of what you saw today from the Detroit lions football team uh, in unity there? And my biggest thought was that they, the team standing together and uh, they realized that uh, this is bigger than football. I mean, a lot of stuff's going on right now, but uh being able to kind of take a step back. I mean, they all probably realize they need work and even Matt Patricia realized that, but for the team to come together for something like this and, um, you know, not be silent, try to get uh, the rest of the public to realize, you know, there are sometimes there's things that are a lot more important than just playing NFL football. Um, you know, you know, pretty happy to see it. And especially the team coming together as one to do that. You know, you didn't hear or see anybody like taking a step back, not being there. So them in unison, um, I think that's really big for this team. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, this is something that uh, has been on my heart, you know, since it's been happening recently and the country's been up in arms. And, you know, I've got friends and family and people in my life from all creeds, colors, you know, uh, ethnicities, religious backgrounds, everything. And this has been a tough one for me, Griff. I know on the show, like I always just say, hey, we're just going to you know, not mess around, talk football. And we'll definitely do that here on this show. But I know that I've had it out with some family and friends members kind of over this whole topic where I just feel like some people are just missing the boat on why all this is happening. And, you know, the whole phrase Black Lives Matter, I think a lot of people just don't understand why that is what it is and why it's so important. Um, somebody even put out on an Instagram post that I put out, kind of said something about, you know, oh, let's not deal with politics. Let's just play football. And I was like, this isn't politics. This isn't a football. This is this is human beings. You know what I mean? This is so much bigger than that. And I feel like the biggest thing that people just need to realize, and again, I'm not going to get on a, a huge soapbox on the show, but Grifka, the thing for me is like me and you, man, we're, we're white males. You know, we've went through our lives and we've been uh, fortunate, you know, even though, you know, I joke sometimes that I come from the rough inner cities of Dayton, Ohio, you know, I was playing football on, on concrete, you know, and basketball in the back alleys, you know, to, and my whole upbringing and, you know, me and you spend our time in Saginaw around college time. So we've been in rough areas, but overall we've had it, you know, privileged, you know, no matter how you want to put it. And like, every time I see African-Americans being mistreated, it happens again and again and again and again. And it's just, I'm so happy that people finally said not only is this enough, but have spoke up and are willing to, you know, do what they had to do. And I've had it with people about, you know, the 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 protests and the vandalism thing that happened to me that got people's attention and that got people to say, hey, there's a problem here. And I feel like we have seen some change based on. Um, the unfortunate things that have happened, but by the response of folks that have stepped up and have said, I'm sick of this. This is injustice. It continues to happen. It continues to happen to the same type of people. We know there's other things that happen to other groups and other people across this country, but not at the level and not for the amount of time and not at the severity that the African-American community has dealt with it. So I, I think human beings are human beings. I feel like everybody needs to be treated um, fairly based on their character, based on them as people. And all this other stuff that gets in the way or clouds people's judgment or wants to, uh, you know, continually be an issue. Yeah, it needs to be talked about. And Matt Patricia has done a great job of listening why don't some people shut the hell up and just listen to what these other people have to say that are from a different uh, ethnicity or maybe they have a different beliefs than you? Why don't you shut up and just listen for once and maybe you'll learn something and maybe you'll change your beliefs and maybe you'll have a different stance than you did the, the day before. And I think that's what a lot of people are trying to do. So I'm really proud of the Lions. I put some tweets out about it. I mean, the we won't be silent, I think, is something that should stay you know, on top of mind when putting tweets out or when people are um, putting uh, different things out. I think that's a powerful message. I think it also speaks to the team, the team, the team, which you also hear from University of Michigan a lot, which is this team decided as one group that they were going to talk this through, listen to each other and, and bond as one for one common goal. And that was to get these social justice matters out injustice matters out front more and make them more of a priority. And I'm super proud of the team for that. I'm super proud that Matt Patricia just sat there, listened, had the pulse of his team and said, Hey, we're not trying to go hit a sled today. We're not trying to go throw a a seven yard slant route. This is so much bigger than that. And I think it's so much bigger than that. And as much as I love football, there's some crazy things that have been going on for decades and decades and even uh, centuries or whatever that uh, the more they continue to happen, I'm like proud of the people that have said enough's enough, have stood up. We haven't said much about it on the show, but as you can tell, it's something that's been on my heart and something that I think we just need to treat people, you know, much more equally across the board and also realize as, as white men or as privileged folks in this country that this isn't about you. You know, this isn't about what you want or this one thing that happened to one of your family members. This is about you realizing that you have it easy. You have it easier than others in this country. And that's why it's becoming a topic. And that's why 
it's just so sad to see the things that happened in Wisconsin and across this country over the last six months plus has been ridiculous. And that's just fuel to the fire of everything else that's happened. So kudos to the Lions, as you often say, kudos, but um, just really proud and, and happy. And, you know, I felt a lot of respect for the organization as a whole the team that we love so much and these players that have bonded together, no matter where they're from, no matter what their background, they were one team today standing in front of that facility. And I think it was really important and uh, really something to be proud of and something that they can take both on the field this year and bond with, but for years and years to come. I mean, these are, these are moments and things that are life lasting, you know, not just a play or a touchdown or something like that. So lions, Mad respect. We won't be silent. We need to talk about it on this show. So, Grifka, you got anything else before we keep this thing moving? Nope. Just uh, like you said, very proud of the team. Could be a very galvanizing moment where this team really comes together and once again just realizes, you know, like they're professional football players and it means a lot to them. That's their livelihood. But, you know, to uh, step back, realize that, uh, you know, you know, voices need to be heard. Open dialogue needs to be there and you could start. And I think like I said, you know, kudos on Matt, Patricia, you know, having the, um, having the teams back and realizing this need to be done. Yep. Good, good stuff. Grifka. Um, hopefully everybody out there will uh, be able to talk about this topic civic, uh, you know, in a civil manner, as well as uh, learn from each other. You know, like I say, sometimes just be quiet and just listen as well as uh, don't be afraid to speak your mind and uh, stand up for those that, uh, you know, need to be as well as support causes like this. Cause I think it's just really important that we all understand what's going on more so than maybe just the little bubble that we live in. So, Grifka, with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into football. We're going to have a little fun on this show. I'm sure you're going to hear some Grifka bells now that we've got uh, the serious topic off the top. But, Grifka, the one thing I want to ask you off the uh, beginning of the show here, uh, how about injuries? You know, I'm keeping a board this year, a magnetic board, where I've got the whole roster up. And as people get noted, they're out of practice or they're going on IR or they're you know, cut from the team. I'm keeping track of all this. And over the last few weeks, I mean, I feel like, you know, lots of running backs, wideouts, corners, um, defensive line type players, just, you know, going down or being out with injuries. Is this anything that concerns you at this point with the shortened training camp and uh, playing football in less than two and a half weeks or so now? It doesn't really concern me at this point because, like I said, it's just all nicks and dings mostly. And it's just going to be more precaution because of a, you know, like you said, with no preseason games, they want to try to keep guys healthier so they can get to uh, see the most of, of what they can in practice. So I'm not saying if there were preseason games, these guys would be out there still practicing. But uh, you want to keep these guys as healthy as possible in case, you know, with if, like you said, if somebody goes, you know, has to be out for two weeks because of COVID or something like that. So to hear, you know, nothing, you know, I guess – for lack of a better term, like really bad is good. I think everything's just precaution. I mean, I know this doesn't have anything to do with the lines, but you see with the Browns, like, you know, Grant Delpit, the rookie, he was just let off the field, you know, greedy Williams. He just, you know, walked off the field, you know, with a couple guys looking pretty bad. So it's, I mean, those are two key guys for the Browns defense, but still, I mean, to hear nothing like that coming out of, you know, Allen Park saying, you know, this guy's, you know, you know, getting hobbled off and, and it doesn't sound like, you know, these are just all precautionary measures to keep guys healthy. Griffka, and I know you brought the Browns up there, but I mean, we can't swing by that without you talking about your favorite quarterback on that team. I mean, uh, should we, should we play the soundbite for the people about your favorite player that's uh, throwing passes for that squad? Yes, please do. <laughs> you know, Griffka loves some Cleveland Browns, everybody. Just listen to this take he had last year. I'm like, that's Baker Mayfield right there. Baker. Yeah, yeah. I just want to let you know. He sucks, okay? Yeah, there you go. Mark it down. <laughs> that That's Griffka's shining moment, everybody, on the show. Because for one season of, of Baker Mayfield's life, he was fat, out of shape, had a terrible offensive line, and couldn't hit the the ocean from the beach. And uh, Griffka wants me to play it every show I can because uh, it's it's one of the few times he was correct on the show. But Griffka, the, the, the Cleveland Browns have had some bad injuries, but I'm ready to tell you Odell, 
Baker Mayfield and company are going to be rolling this year. And they actually just stole a player from the Lions. I know we got to keep the show moving, but there's a lot of Twitter talk about my boy Curtis Weaver getting cut from the uh, Dolphins with an injury. Everybody wanted to know, oh, man, could he come for the Lions? He's exactly what the Lions want. Guess who scooped him up? Grifsky, the Cleveland Browns. So that was a little bit of a bummer for me, but uh, good old Curtis Weaver won't be coming to the Lions. But as re- in regards to injuries, you know, I, I do get a little concerned because, you know, a lot of these guys not only need reps, but I don't want to see DeAndre Swift and Okuda and guys like that missing practices or, you know, you can't really be as cautious as you normally would. The Lions are one of the few teams that haven't had that crazy practice yet where that I've seen or heard about where they put on the legit jerseys, the pads, go down the Ford Field, have a legit scrimmage. I mean, time is ticking, you know what I mean? So I feel like these guys have to be you know, out there and getting snaps. And, and I just don't want another injury filled year for the Lions. I was I was thinking about this recently. It's kind of disconcerting how the NFL is as much as it's about talent and scheme and all this. Like when you really break it down, it's much more of an injury league. Like even all the stuff I do with fantasy football, no matter how you draft, it's almost like you're more of a medical guy most of the year trying to figure out if people are really hurt or how long they're going to be hurt or will this guy, you know, uh, be injured more so than even picking players. Sometimes you're just trying to figure out who's going to be able to withstand a season, which we know it's a physical game, but all the back and forth with injuries is always really kind of a, a bummer for me, especially because with the lines have been hit so hard by them and, you just want the best team to win, not the team that's the most healthy at the end. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes it comes down to that. So hopefully the Lions get healthy. Hopefully they have a healthy season when the games are really being played because a lot of times I think that's really what makes a difference from a team being 6-10 and 10 or 10-6, and six, you know, who was hurt for how long and, and how impactful were they, you know, that went down, that type of thing. Yeah, as long as, uh, like you said, if they, when they if and when they do have that practice where they kind of go all out, you know, guys, uh, I don't want to say are taking it easy because it seems like when guys try not to get hurt, that's when they do get hurt. So um, as long as everybody's healthy, ready to go the first couple weeks of the season, um, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> All right. Well, sounds good. Um, the other thing that came up was like defensive line improvements. You know, people have heard me on this show barking for Jadavion Clowney. I went on a big rant last week about how the Bob Quinn fell asleep at his phone again with Everson Griffin. He just thought he would, he'd wait two more weeks and save $500,000. Instead, he lost out on a defensive end that could have helped this team. Now the lines are bringing in Will Clark Griffin. Here, here's my rant. Here's my mini rant on this. They bring in Will Clark. This guy, they start reading off his stats. I think one year he played six total snaps the other time he's like not even on the active roster I mean the guy had what three tackles I think one year that he played like the Lions and a lot of other NFL teams what they do Griffka I know you're not the uh the draft expert like some here on this podcast but what people do in the draft and in the NFL in general I think is they do a lot more you know it's almost like body comparisons you know they're just like Okay, we got to find a guy that has this height, this weight, this speed. His arms got to be this long. He's got to sort of play this type of technique. And they get him. And sometimes I'm like, but he can't play. (laughs) He's never played at all in the league. He's never done anything. Like, I don't care what his size is or if it matched up to another guy you had three years ago that was good. This guy can't play, and I, I don't feel like Will Clark can play, even though people were comparison to Devin Taylor and saying, oh, this guy's got the physical traits. He's got probably, like, no stats his whole life. He's barely ever been out there on a roster. Like, I don't know what the Lions see in these players. I think they're more just comparing his, his measurables or thinking, like, oh, we, we think he can do something based on that. It's like, but he's proven to you he can't do anything. Like, there's much better options out there than Will Clark. And for every time this works out, I feel like there's a bunch of times it, it's a big swing and a miss on some scrub who you think looked like a guy from five years ago. I mean, what do you think about this? Lions need defensive line help in general. Cornell's out for the year. You know, you already had no defensive ends, and now you're bringing in this guy. I mean, I see him making no plays. I don't see him making the roster. I mean, just another wasted signing, in my opinion. Yeah, when the signing was made, this is just kind of what we talked about on the show with Logan. It's like, are they going to make a sign? Or is it going to be like, who? That's exactly what this was. It was a who? 
And then, yeah, I saw his stats as well. I'm just like, oh, so we picked up somebody who obviously still has a lot of tread left on the tires because this guy don't play at all. And uh, like you said, it just seems like yeah, I said it before, you know, we're not selling jeans here. We're trying to play football. And it's like, yeah, this guy looks great in shoulder pads, but, you know, he's he doesn't make plays. So who cares? I mean, I'm so glad we signed somebody else for camp fodder who can be like, you know, in week five, you know, hey, let's play this guy. And he'll have like one tackle and you know, he'll, he'll bust up one play and people will be going crazy about him being the next Robert Porsche or something like that. So, you know, this is just another one of those signings, just like, well, you know, the guy might, you know, he's fast and he's big, but yeah, okay. Well, he sucks at everything else. So, you know, congratulations. I mean, one of those signings just kind of leaves me scratching my head and, and <laughs> I don't know, no, just like, yeah, thanks for showing up, buddy. I'll wait for the five-year-old with the lion's helmet to get your autograph along with everybody else who comes over to the side of the fence. Griffco, where would this guy maybe employed once he's done with the lions? Um, last time I heard Brandon Pettigrew was actually moving up to management. He was going to be a uh, shino ball manager. So that leaves an opening at the, uh, at the desk to uh, spray the shoes down. So he, he may have an in there. I think Will Clark could be good with the shoes, but he can't play football. And I don't know why they, they, you know, dinked around with this guy, brought in all these workout people you never heard of. It's like, how about just go get somebody that actually made plays, has talent, Rather than just these people that you think fit, you know, what you do that never make never make any plays, never help the team. They're just here for a few weeks to get a couple free T-shirts and then they're gone. So, oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, Grifka, you, it found like sounds like you finally woke up. You're putting me to sleep here in the beginning of the show, but you you got in a few classic lines there. I didn't even have to prompt you for most of them. I wore out the bell a little bit. So before we get to our break, and then we're gonna have some real fun with these uh, predictions uh, back and forth, uh, trying to win some potato chips. Uh, Grifka, I just want to give a couple quick shout outs. You know, we have a lot of fun with people that, uh, you know, either give us feedback on the show or tweet at us or, you know, send us a direct message, whatever it may be. And uh, I just picked out a couple people. I thought I'd, I'd shout them out here on the show. And then, like I said, if you if you guys do that for us or um, tell us what you love about the show, we'll definitely try to get more of you guys in here. But the first person I want to shout out, Grifka, is Brian Ives, man. This guy's been a big supporter of the Detroit Kool-Aid cast from day one. I know he put a message out here recently saying he was out hiking and he was just listening to Kool-Aid cast back to back to back. Said he loved the show, told people to check it out. I mean, uh, he didn't say it directly, but Grifka... I think he was kind of trying to say this. Drink it in, man. <laughs> Brian Ives is drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid. I mean, I've got a big old glass of the uh, blue of the Berry Blast Mio going right now while we're doing the show. Uh, drinking that uh, that blue du- Detroit Kool-Aid. And Brian Ives, thank you so much, man, for supporting. I know Grifka saw that, and that always fires up Grifka a little positive. Uh, you know, word about the show. Actually, you know, if you if you can say one of his gimmick lines, that really gets him going. Well, yeah, I do my best, but, you know, sometimes I'm not that great. So, uh, Brian, you know, I love your posts on Twitter. You know, I like a lot of them. But, yeah, thanks for listening to the show. Getting out there once again. Props. Thanks for showing up. Brian Ives. Grifka, we all know, is uh, not that great. But (laughs) your your tweet was the absolute opposite of that. That was was great. Tremendous. Thank you so much. Uh, Next shout-out, Grifka. Gloria's daughter. I mean, uh, she's uh, always retweeting our show listening to it i mean she actually gives you credit from time to time that you're either humorous or or have a good take i mean i think she supported your matt prater pick a couple years a couple weeks ago when we had our detroit lions draft i mean i don't know what she's thinking there who drafts a kicker um you know we're talking about best players on the team we all love matt prater but he's not one of the top 10 players you should be drafting in one of those drafts but she liked it she always loves the show and uh, we just appreciate her listening and cheering it with people. So Gloria's daughter, shout out, find her on Twitter, give her a follow. She loves the Detroit Lions. Uh, yeah, Gloria's daughter, I really appreciate that. Uh, you loved my Matt Prater pick. I, I did like your response to that. And once again, you know, appreciate you listening to the show. Tell your friends and uh, you know, tell your grandma. She'll probably like us listen to us as well. <laughs> Griffo, what should Gloria's daughter uh, do if she was a little bit thirsty? You should drink it in, man. Drink it in, man. Absolutely. And my last shout out, this is for Jonathan. You can he's a he's J Okuda for life, but he's at Lion for Life D E T. 
Um, I put a tweet out, you know, Grifka knows that I've been selling on eBay for years and I got so many jerseys and so much good Lions and Michigan and all this sports memorabilia. I was like, I'm, I'm going to start selling some of this stuff. So before I put it on eBay, I put some pictures out of some jerseys that I might be willing to part with. And uh, Jonathan got at me on Twitter and uh, he's got a Matt Stafford jersey heading his way. We're able to uh, get that over to him. I know he's going to love that. Perfectly ready for the season. Be rocking that number nine. So good stuff from Jonathan. Real good guy. Fun to talk to. And uh, always supporting the show as well. So plenty of the rest of you out there. We'll try to sneak in a few shout outs here from time to time. But those were just three that jumped to mind that I want to get in for the show. So Grifka, it's about that time. What do we got to do now here on the show? I think it's time to pay some bills, man, because, uh, you know, somebody wants our money. <laughs> no, we want other people's money. We want the sponsor's <laughs> money for all the great listeners that uh, support the show and, and go check out our sponsors. So everybody take a listen to these. Please remember, if you can hit us up on iTunes especially and leave us a five-star review if you think we've earned that, uh, that really is helpful. As well as, just like I said, all these positive tweets, all the back and forth. You know, the season is a couple weeks away. Me and Grifko love it when people are asking us our opinion on the Lions or wanting to go back and forth with us. I know all you guys out there like it when I turn up the juice and kill Grifka on Twitter for something dumb he says or or drop a gimmick line on Grifka. That's actually his line. I know you guys love all that, and uh, we, we try to have fun on there, no doubt about it. So um, definitely check that out. Um, we'll take a quick break from our sponsors. When we come back, the Grifka Oakry predictions, and I'm getting the pen ready, Grifka, because I'm writing these down. These will be revisited, and like I said, you can you can pump yourself up for the one or two that you actually get correct. Everybody? Take a break. We'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back from the break. We know you guys got a fresh, tall glass for the second half of the show. Drink it in, and this is going to be me and Grifka's predictions. These are predictions off the top of my head, throwing them at Grifka. I'm going to put in my thoughts as well. That way we always like to have a little competition. And overall, if I did the math right, which I may not have, but we got a total of 10,000 potato chips on the line, Grifka. There's going to be a potato chip amount for each question. You either get it right or get it wrong, and we'll do the totals when it's all said and done. All the dust is cleared. Waffle maker, are you ready to do this? Yeah, let's do this. Now, you know when you have to pick one side or the other, you can't really be the waffle maker in the uh, predictions here. You actually have to pick a side and stay with it. You know that, right? Yeah, I'll make sure I'll do my best to waffle back and forth (laughs) before I pick a side of the fence. All right, perfect. So the first one, again, this is 500 potato chips on the line. DeAndre Swift, over under 900 yards. Rushing or total? That's gonna be that's gonna be total yards. I will say uh, over. All right, just writing it down here. We got Griffco with the over, and I will go over as well on that. Next one, this is perfectly for you. Five hundred more potato chips. Hawkinson, seven or more touchdowns. Seven or more for Hawkinson. Um, gosh, I will go under. <laughs> Not surprising for all the people that know you hate this player and, and give him no credit <laughs> whatsoever. Um, putting you down for an under with a bullet that Griff has no idea what he's talking about. And here's the thing. Like, 
I got to make sure I don't agree with you on many of these. We already have one off the top because I kind of, I probably should have done just rushing yards on Swift, but it is what it is. We put it out there, the uh, total yards are 900 plus. Um, TJ Hawkinson, seven or more. Like, I, I'm i going on like a mini rant, Grifka, on this one, that like as good as Hawkinson has been in training camp and whatnot, like I have this weird feeling that it's going to come back to what I always said, that like the Lions are going to use him you know, sparingly, he's going to block. He's going to be a win-type player more so than a, wow, look at his stats, which I know Grifko looks at all the time. I feel like he could have another underwhelming stat season but be really impactful for this team, scoring some more touchdowns, first downs, a few bigger plays than, <laughs> than he had last year, choking over here. Um, I'll go over, but I still have my reservations that Hawkinson's going to have crazy stat lines just based on the way – the lines are set up and all the other people that got to get the football. So we got tons of these we got to get through. So we got to go a little rapid fire, but I got on a little side tangent there. Kenny Galladay, 1,100 yards receiving over under for 250 chips. Wow. eleven Over 1,100 over receiving. Uh, I'll go over. All right. I'm going to go under Grifko because I just have my worries that uh, he's going to see less, you know, than he did the year before, which I think what is he at, you know, 12, 1300, somewhere in that range. Uh, lots of touchdowns. I could see that coming down a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Still one of my guys, no doubt about it. We know I called him way before you even knew, um, even knew about this guy. Grifka, Trey Flowers, one of your other favorite players. For 500 potato chips, uh, these are salt and vinegars, which are the nastiest chips ever. Yeah, don't hit me up on Twitter about that. Those are the worst chips of all time. Trey Flowers, 10 sacks, Grifka. <laughs> Wait, Tarek, is this a real question? <laughs> of course I'm it going is. Under. <laughs> what? I'm going under. Oh, you're horrible. You you are such a piece of crap with Trey Flowers. <laughs> I swear, like, what a joke you are, man. This guy is a freaking beast. I mean, he's a leader of our team. He's out there today at front and center on all these issues. He's a physical specimen. You think he can't get 10 sacks in a football season? I mean, unless this guy breaks his leg and misses eight games, he's he's going over 10. I mean, get the hell out of here with that. All right, so let's see. What do I got next? If I can read my writing, I think that says Okuda for 250 – you know, Doritos. This is going to be four interceptions over under. I'm going to go uh, just quick. I'm going to go under. Gosh, I hate you, Griff guy. I really do. I'm going to kick you off the show. <laughs> uh, uh, because I'm picking all the right answers or what? No, because you're, you're not <laughs> drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid. Everybody knows they want Okuda to get his hands on the football four times this year. Yeah. I'll go under. I think he's going to be great, but uh, four, four is is a decent number. All right, two hundred and fifty. What what what's a chip you like, Grifka? Give me give me a favorite Grifka chip here. Um, I like the um, loaded baked potatoes by <laughs> Ruffles. <laughs> this, this is for two hundred fifty Ruffles baked potato baked uh, loaded baked loaded potato, baked potato chips. Man. Those are really good. <laughs> Julian O'Quara, five sacks in his rookie year coming off that edge. I will go under, even though I really like the potato chip. So, yeah, under. So that's a guarantee. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see that sitting in my pantry. <laughs> All right, I'm writing guaranteed down because I'm going over on this one. I think this kid is going to – you can almost – you can fall into three, four sacks. So, getting him, getting him uh, up in that five range, no problem. Uh, give, give me the okay, over people. Are, are you getting a you getting a, a trend here that unless it's like obvious or somebody that Grifko loves, he just he's doing the old Eeyore story on us going under on everything because he just hates his team. Uh, you need to drink a little more of that Detroit Kool Aid, Grifko. Yeah, right. These are these are these are legit. You just give no one credit. Well, oh, Charlie Flowers can't get ten sacks, really. Um, all right, this this is one of my favorites. I made this one just for you. This is this is worth seven hundred and fifty Cheetos. This is Taylor Decker, four sacks given up, over under for the whole season. Oh, the whole season? 
Oh, I thought you meant one game. That would be an actual bet then. But, uh, of course, I mean, this one's easy money. I mean, it's like straight cash, homie. Um, yeah, that's over. No, no, Grifka, because if you knew football, you wouldn't actually look. A lot of these tackles, they don't give up a bunch of sacks. I mean, I, I think he gave up three or something, whatever it was, ridiculous against Arizona. And I don't know if he had another one, maybe two the rest of the season. So as much as you think he was horrible last year, he barely gave it up last year. So, no, Taylor Decker's not giving up four sacks this year. Are you crazy? That's an under all day, every day. Guy's a premier you left take those tackle. to the bank. <laughs> God, I like Cheetos too, man. <laughs> you you have no chips so far. Basically, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be looking for funyuns at the old vending machine the way you're going right now because you got no chips on your side with some of these predictions you got going, especially for the Detroit Kool Aid drinkers. They they absolutely hate you right now. Uh. It's okay. If you guys hate me, hit me up on Twitter. I would love to hear about it. You're going to at Grifka DKC. <laughs> All right. Next one. Jelani Tavai, eight, 80 tackles over under for 500. Um, this is, uh, gosh, what, what's a new chip that I just had here recently? Uh, give me, give me five, uh, 500 Cheez-Its on Johnny Tavai, 80 tackles or more. Uh, 80 or more. I will go over. <laughs> oh, perfect. Grifka's going over. Um, You're going under? Oh, that's right. You think you, oh, that's right. You really like him. You just don't think he can tackle. <laughs> no, I put on. Uh, You're thinking of on, the wrong middle linebacker there, buddy. No, I put on line. I like the player. I just don't know what his ceiling is. I know I said to Logan Lamarandier of SI All Lions that he might hit triple digits, but I'm backing off that because I hear nothing good about this guy at training camp. It's like. He's just he's just out there playing ho hum middle linebacker like I just I see his tackles now maybe more in that 60 70 ish range not getting up in the 80 90 100 like I was hoping because I thought he was gonna be starting in the middle but I just haven't heard anything about the guy so um, let me see here I'm writing this down I'm trying to use some shorthand I don't know if I'll even be able to make this out when it's all said and done but I know I'm gonna win regardless so it doesn't matter uh, Grifka one thousand this is for a, a a thousand chips. What kind of chips you want for a thousand on this one? This is one, this is one I know you're going to just absolutely eat up, literally going, and figuratively. If we're going a thousand chips, man, you you got to be going Doritos. I can put a hurt on a, on a bag of Doritos. <laughs> what kind, though? I said them earlier, but you know there's some different kinds of Doritos. What, what kind are you going with? Oh, I'm, I will go with the Cool Ranch. <laughs> you got to love Cool Ranch. I actually have cut all these out of the old Oakery diet there, Grifka, but uh, the Cool Ranch, or my old go-to years ago, was the uh, Sweet Chili uh, Doritos. You cannot go wrong with those. Those are money in the bank, too. Um, let's see here. So for 1,000 Cool Ranch Doritos, Jared Davis, five sacks or more. You know he's coming after that quarterback. You know he's a physical beast. You know he's been in the weight room. You know he can wear a pair of jeans. Grifka, what do you say? Dude, this is easy money. Easy money. Lower. <laughs> Why do I even ask these questions? Seriously, I could just I could have filled this out for you, knowing anyone that Grifka doesn't like, he's going to take a horrible pick on anybody that uh, he's in love with. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised she put a sleigh question in here. You'd go over ten picks probably for the guy, even though he's not on the team anymore. G- give me the over on five sacks. I mean, the guy, what he have? He probably had four or five sacks last year, and he barely ever got to come after the quarterback. Now they're going to have him delayed blitzing and moving all around the defense. All day over. Griff could 250 chips. These will be the Funyuns that I mentioned earlier, which is a horrible chip and should never be in any vending machine anywhere. It's just absolutely atrocious. Tracy Walker. I hate to even give that that Walker that chip to my boy Tracy. Uh, 100 plus tackles. He did it last year. Is he gonna do it again? I like Tracy Walker. But I'm gonna go under because I think I think there'll be better play in front of him. So uh, even though he kind of he can play in the box sometimes, I think it's gonna be less. I don't like seeing my safeties with hundred plus tackles. <laughs> Everybody out there listening, you know what Grifka has given all the players on this team. I mean, I'm, we're trying to drink that Detroit Kool Aid. We're trying to get excited about the season. Grifka has given all our best players absolutely this to get all these overs on these stats and giving them. I mean, he's given us this. No chance. That's what you got. 
Grifka, or is that the theme song that I'll have to play after we reveal the results that you had no chance <laughs> in regards to the, the potato <laughs> chip challenge when this is all said and done? 250 potato chips? Give me the over for Tracy Walker. I mean, the guy's going to be all over the football field. 100-plus tackles, did it last year, be a better football player, be more plays to be made. I just think he's uh, – most safeties get over that if you're an actual ball player, so give me the over. All right, Grifka, this is another biggie. 750 chips. What kind of chips are we going with here? Um, I like the fully loaded ruffles as well. These are big in Canada. But uh Grifka, you those can't are, those are really good as well. You can't when I ask you chips, you can't say baked potato loaded ruffles and then and then I mention Doritos and, and you go with Doritos again and then I ask you again for a chip and you go with another fully loaded ruffle. There's like a million chips no, out it's there. Not. It's, Little it's, creativity. That's that's you know, baked potato ruffles and these are fully loaded these are like vinegar and barbecue they're, they're really really good oh see that's God. what happens when you cut all the stuff out of your diet Derek you don't know what's good <laughs> well I just want some other chip brands rather than two ruffles what from I you eat. and two Doritos okay well, okay well we're here in Michigan go pick up some made right plain I've had those before and they're okay you know, thank you there you go Michigan company made right you know, better Mich- forever there there you go, you, Pure Michigan made right. Do you think we'll get paid for that Pure Michigan freebie ad we just gave him? Yeah, I think – don't we have Tim Allen coming on to do something? <laughs> Detroit Kool-Aid cast, Pure Michigan. I don't How know. cool we, would that be? We we will support it for a fee. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> fee. I would, I would have that thing for free and I'd be like, listen, Tim Allen did our show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, 750 plain made right Pure Michigan potato chips for Duran Harmon. Five interceptions in the 2020 season. Theron Harmon playing center field back there. Five. Hey, I'll go over on that one. <laughs> Unbelievable, everybody. He shocks the world. I, I love Deron Harmon. I think he's going to make plays on the football. I think it's going to be a little bit like GQ. The first year he'll come in, be solid. But the second year, third year, he'll really be dynamic. In, in the turnover game, I'll go under on the five picks for Deron Harmon. Next one, 500. These are some, uh, let's see. I got to think of some chips here. You got any others that come to mind off the top of the head, Grifka? Um, Would you call popcorn a chip? You ever get a little bags of popcorn, but they come with the other chips, variety packs? Would that count or no? Yeah, you can get the boom checker. I like that stuff. <laughs> All right, we'll go with that for 500. Gosh, I'm like choking over here on this end, people. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with me today. 500 Boom Chicka Popcorn, whatever Grifka said. Logan Stenberg, six starts throughout the season. I'll say, uh, I'll say, uh, lower. Grifka with the under. I, here's the weird thing. So like they've been trying him at center. This dude's not a center. He's never played center. He's not very good at center, but the Lions keep putting him at center in practice. I feel like someone's going to get hurt, you know, the left guard position, or we're going to have some movement over there. So six starts is literally like less than a quarter, basically of the season, somewhere in that range. So I think this kid will find his way into the, into the starting lineup. And I do think he's going to be a Detroit favorite. I think he's going to be the next, Dom Rayola in regards to personality, but be an actual better football player when it's all said and done in regards to a nasty interior player. Um, I've got some high hopes for him. It's a little bit of a gamble, but I'll go with the over that he gets in there for six games at least. All right, let's keep this thing moving. 750 chips I put on this one. I mean, these these have got to be some, some barbecued kettle chips. You know, those are money. I, I, don't don't yeah. even try to fight me on kettle chips, Griff. I don't know what it is, but a kettle chip blows away a normal chip all day, every day. Yeah, I agree with you on that. <laughs> I have, here, I have to agree with you on that, Derek. <laughs> Shocker, man. That, that always happens about 18 times on the Friday show. All right, for 750 barbecued kettle chips... Another favorite of Griff. He took him number one in his Detroit Lions draft. Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins, six-plus turnovers. Picks, fumbles, whatever you want to call them, in the 2020 season. Six is a lot. 
what's the guy gonna do? He's not gonna make any plays all year. I mean, gosh, he's, he's, he's going to tackle a lot of people. A lot that'd, pass be like, that'd be like three picks and a, and a, two forced fumbles and one forced fumble recovery. The guy can't do that for us for ten million bucks a year. Yeah. So yeah, I'll go over on that. You talked me into it. Nice job, Derek. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I did because I want the under. No doubt about it. The guy ain't gonna he ain't gonna get six turnovers for this team. I mean, come on, no. So I got Grifka with the over. Oakry fooled Grifka like I often do. I'll take the under. I think he's going to be a good player, but man, six turnovers. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see what I got here. Oh man, this is for another G note. Another thousand. A thousand potato chips. What kind do you want, Grifka? Come up with something good. How about we go with um, just some Tostitos with some uh, salsa? All right, that's a that's a good. So you know what's you know what you got to go with the Tostitos. Back in college, what we do is get that that can of cheese that you can get at like the Seven Eleven, or they have yeah. it in the chip aisle. It's always right under the chips that you buy when you buy the Tostitos. You don't go with the salsa. You go with the you go with the mild cheddar in a can where you have to peel it off, and then you just dip the chips in there. Incredible. And that is good. A thousand Tostinos drenched in mild cheddar cheese dip out of the can carry on johnson 700 rush yards <laughs> 700 rush yards this one's a, I'll, I'll go over oh my goodness over grifka this isn't a waffle maker by me but until Carryon Johnson comes out and balls out, stays on the football field, and and gets his head out of his ass a little bit, the guy like has some of these quotes that just make me shake my head. Whereas all the reporters, oh, he's so funny, or oh man, I love this guy. It's like, yeah, I loved him when he was running for what a buck fifty-six or whatever he ran for against the Miami Dolphins and just killing people or killing the New England Patriots. Give me the under, man. Carryon Johnson, he'll be pushed aside if DeAndre Swift is all he says he is. And if not, if Carryon goes over and gets you an actual correct answer, I'll be happy. So there you go. A few more uh, here. We got to work our way through. one second. But oh, yeah. Johnson, kudos. You have a hot girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Grifka. That, that, that's, that's one for the kudos and one for the, the girlfriend, which you bring up all the time. After I had to send you a tweet saying, hey, look at this. Carrion's got this going for him, at least. Um, all right, let, let's see where we're at here. We, we still got some more time. Let's let's go through some of these a little more rapid fire, get done with these. I, I got tons of these. I just wrote these down all off the top of my head, Grifka. For 500 chips, how about a... Uh, Man, I'm struggling with my chips today. I think we've taken a lot of them. Uh, I got, got the Cheetos we've already done. I'm going to some basic pretzels, man. I like pretzel rods. <laughs> pretzels. Oh, not the rods, man. you got to go with just the straight-up mini pretzels. Uh, I forget what no the brand is called, rods. but those are money. Oh, pretzel rods are horrible. But, okay, pretzels in general. <laughs> Here, 500 pretzels of any sort. And have you ever had chocolate pretzels, Grifka? I mean, pretzels covered with chocolate? Yeah. Same difference. Yes, yes, I have had those. <laughs> they, uh, I always thought that would be the grossest thing ever, and then I tried it, and it was one of the greatest things ever. Unbelievable. Yeah, that, it's that sweet and savory. Yeah. <laughs> Marvin Jones, 60 or more catches. Does it almost every year for this team. I mean, how can you go under on this one? It's got a lot of guys who want the ball. <laughs> I will one, go. Only I mean, one ball. Yeah, I'll go over. Oh man, I tried to tried to bamboozle you and get you to go under, but yeah, I'm going over too. Marvin is killing it in camp, and I, I he's just been a baller for this team. All right, Danny Amendola, 500 chips, um, 600 plus yards, and the chip is going to be um, what's the what's the one? It's it's got the got the green, you know, the green flavored chip. What is that? S- sour cream. Sour cream oh. uh, chips, 500. Amandula, 600 or more. What do you got? Uh, less. Under. Gosh, he did it last year. He seems motivated again. There is only one football. Because I hate agreeing with you, Griff. Give me the over on the old man, Danny Amendola. I hope he balls out again. All right, 250 chips. What kind of chips you got, Griffka? Let's go with some uh, 
Done. I'm trying to think of what's what's left out there. Um, here we'll do some uh, sun chips. I like sun chips. Oh, Griffka, I was about to say, let me jump in with sun chips. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> That's what I was about. To, that, those are my favorite chips, even especially nowadays. But they're hard to find, man. It's hard to you can almost can't order sun chips. Uh, the way you would think they're like the hard chip to order they're at a walmart or somewhere you gotta they don't come in variety packs it's weird i don't know what what sun chips is doing but do you do you go with the original the cheddar or they have the uh they have one that comes in a red There's bag a, that's uh, tremendous that's a salsa yeah, it's, one. um no it's it's a was it a baked <laughs> tomato or something or sun-dried tomato those i really like so let's go sun-dried tomatoes <laughs> I don't think that's right. I think it's a it's a garden salsa is what they are. The, uh, Who cares? The red they're still ones, really good. <laughs> they, are, they are awesome. So, and they're good for you. Um, AO6 Plus starts. 6 Plus for AO. Um, I think that's only going to happen if there's an injury. So, I'm going to go under. Yeah, I got to go under on that as well. The guy seems to be balling out, though, and... Everybody would love to see him make plays. I think next year is where you see maybe AO and Okuda and two really young, long, good corners for this team. That'd be tremendous if those guys are both good players moving forward. All right, only a couple more left. This is for 250 chips. Will Harris, four turnovers overall for the season. And that's going to be... I'm trying to write it down, and I'm trying to think of chips. Um, gosh, I almost need to have a screen up that has chips. What else? <laughs> what else can we do here? Let me Google chips. Who <laughs> comes up? Let's go dry. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, dried bananas, banana chips, dehydrated no. banana chips. <laughs> no. no, I'm, I'm voiding. I'm voiding that. <laughs> No, we cannot go banana chips. Hold on, people. I know we're we're going a bit long, but this has to be uh, some entertaining radio for you guys. So hold on, Grifka. We're, we're going to find some chips here for these last couple. We're not going with banana scraps or whatever you just said. The old Google. Banana scraps? <laughs> the nasty, frozen, disgusting bananas that are just in a... Uh, in a baggie or whatever. I don't even know what that would be. All right. This is how we do it. We pull up the old Google, put chips and bring up the old images. See what we got. Grifka, we forgot one of the all time classics. We kind of mentioned it. Give me the old wavy Lay's potato chips. I mean, those are just, those are just money in the bank. Only I'm not a dip guy. I don't want freaking old lady dip on my chips. Disgusting. That's going to be uh, for Will Harris, four t- turnovers or more. What do you got? Uh, lower. Under. Give me the over for my boy Will. He's going to he's gonna find and make some plays once they free him up. All right, next one while I look for some more chips. We've got 250 chips. Nick Williams. This dude had a bunch of sacks last year, Grifka, and he hadn't done anything before that. So I want to know for 250 chili Fritos, <laughs> six like or more Fritos. sacks for Nichols. <laughs> What'd you say? You say something I bad like about chili, chili Fritos? Fritos? <laughs> chili Fritos are good. Exactly. Uh, six or more sacks yeah. coming up from the middle. And this defense doesn't really play that way. So I'm going to say less. Under. Gosh, man, this guy is a monster physically. I'm just hoping that he brings some some ability, so I'm hoping he can find his way into six acts. Give me the over. What the hell? All right, 250 chips, and we're looking at uh, what else we got here? Grifsky, are you hungry after this episode or what? Are you just going to go mow down some chips after this episode? No, actually, that's I'm not hungry. I ate dinner right before we did this, so that's probably why I'm not hungry. <laughs> Sorry, can't think of anything. Um, how about we go trail mix? That stuff they handed out at training camp last year. No, that's not a chip. As opposed man. to the donuts the year before. That's a, that's a vending machine candy of sorts. That's not a chip. Uh, all right, how, how about this? Where's the Grifka tolerance for 
for hot. We've got the Lay's Flaming Hot Chip. Uh, can you deal with a Flaming Hot Chip, or are you wimp, just like you are in this show? Most um, I've never, I've never ate them before, so I don't know if I can deal with them or not. <laughs> can you take a, a Blazing Hot Wing or no? Uh, no, I don't have Blazing Hot Wings. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a blazing hot wing guy. I don't know why people are love eating crap that just like tears up their mouth. That's just crazy to me. Um, so yeah, for <laughs> for 250 blazing hot Lay's potato chips, Romeo Okwara, is he gonna find his way into uh, four plus sacks here uh, in 2020? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Gosh, Grifka, you were like the guy that if a guy doesn't blow up, you just act like he's a piece of crap. This guy played really well for the Lions one year ago. He had one bad year, and you hate him. Give me, give me the over for Romeo. Come on now. Five okay. sacks. All right, let's see here. All right, that that was the end of, of our chips. I think that got us to around 10,000, somewhere in that range. We have one bonus question here, Grifka, to end it. So hold on. Let me write this down. I gotta find. I gotta scroll here. Hopefully, I'll come across a good chip to end this show. Unless you got one. Just use the blazing hot. Come on, Google. They got a bunch of just horrible chip pictures here. Have we named off your favorite chip, Griffith? If, if you could only pick one. Yes. What, what is it? That would be the, uh, I told you, it was the loaded baked potato lake potato chips. <laughs> the first one you picked? Yeah. Well, All right. You could do the, was it the lime ones, the key lime or whatever, the lime ones that Antonio Davis, you know, no. sponsors, because he's, <laughs> no. he's charming soft, so you know those things aren't going to be very good. <laughs> no, we, we can't do that. Griff guy, I found, I found a, a chip. This is a, a very under-the-radar chip. It, it is one of my favorites, to be honest. I know there's probably some haters out there. But we'll do this on the final one, and it's alliteration for this player on the final question. This is for 2,500 chips, Griffin. You know what kind of chips it is? No. We, we, we'd have to buy a few cans of these chips. This might be like, you know, to get 2,500 of these chips, you might have to buy like a, a thousand or more cans of Pringles. Oh my goodness. Pringles are so freaking good. Almost any kind you pick or just money in the bank. I still don't know why they have to put them in this, this cylinder can, but they are good. Give me some Pringles all day. Yeah. Pringles are good. <laughs> Final one for 2,500 Pringles. Will Matt Prater break the field goal record in 2020, you know, it's like a, he had a beer challenge out there. He's kicking balls, 60 some yards in the air. Is this going to happen or what? Uh, We'll say no, because only the Lions score touchdowns this year and he kicked zero field goals. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's, that's horrible. Griffka, don't pander to the people. (laughs) Come on now. They're going to say no. They, they know you're negative all day. That. And Grifka, this is how you end a segment. This is how you end a show. Is Matt Prater going to set the NFL record for field goal distance as a Detroit Lion? Is he going to win brewskis for the entire uh, country or whatever? I think it's Bud Light or one of those groups are doing. Is he going to get me 2,500 Pringles to put me up over the top on the Grifka Oakry chip challenge here on the projections? Oh, you know it. That's for you, Benny Blades. <laughs> g- give me give me the... Uh, Give me the over on that, that he's going to make it happen. i got to scribble out. Grifka's got the under, of course. I mean, everybody knows he's he's not bold. He's not going to make the prediction. Grifka, I'm a man of the people. Of course Matthew Prater's going to boom one from 65 or 67, whatever that record is, and, and have the place going crazy and have Lions fans love this guy even more. I mean, they love him so much, they might even take him 10th overall in a, in a best Lions players draft like you did. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. G- give me the chips. Come on, Matt Prater. Griff, we, 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 don't, we don't need a retort from you. We just need this. We talked about uh, some serious topics off the top. I, I think you had some good opinions. I hope the people enjoyed some of the things I had to say. I'm very passionate about it, but also just I just care about people and just want people to be treated uh, fairly across the board and know that we got a long ways to go still as a country. We talked about, gosh, injuries, defensive line, gave some shout-outs, and I just tore you up in this chip challenge. And even if I lose, it doesn't matter because really I'm just trying to, um, you know, do what we should do on this show, Grifka, which is not try to be correct, but try to do what the people want. 
And that's this. Drink it in, man. Serve up that Kool-Aid. Serve up the positivity. We're two weeks away from the season. Grifka, with all that being said, the people only want to know one other thing. You got anything else for the people? Uh, nope. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed the chip challenge. I hope you enjoyed the whole gamut that we ran on this show. We love to make you laugh. Sometimes we have to be serious, but we always love just talking football and Lions football. So check us back here on Friday. We'll be talking all things Detroit Lions right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Pack the Drink it in, man.